They are ambitious. They are supporters. They are hustlers. They champion other women. They are boss babes. The Ottawa Valley is full of boss babes, and I'm here to tell you who they are. Hey, it's Shannon from Hyundai Pembroke. The factory authorized clear out is on now. 0% finance and leasing available. Up to $1,000 off on select Hyundai models and trims. Up to $1,500 off in military and loyalty rebates. We're locally owned and operated right here in the heart of the Ottawa Valley. We believe in providing our customers with the best buying and servicing experience. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram for awesome local giveaways. Join the Hyundai Pembroke family today. Visit us in store or online at HyundaiPembroke.com. Hey guys, welcome to Two Peas on a Podcast with your hosts, Holly Molinar and Megan Evans. (laughs) Just kidding, guys. This is still OB Boss Babes Podcast, but what I wanted to bring on is my co-host for the day, Megan Evans, who I'm sure you guys all know. She was previously on Star 96 FM, then New Country 94. She was Megan on the move for so, so long. And then she brought Megan on the move over to Algonquin College. But just like Taylor Swift, the old Taylor Swift is dead. Megan on the move is dead. And we have Megan Evans Digital Media, who is here with me today. Megan, how are you doing? I'm awesome, Holly. Thank you so much for having me. I just love you. (laughs) Well, I just love you too. And I'm so excited to be doing this with you today. This is so exciting. So a little bit of a backstory, guys. And the reason why we opened up with two peas on a pod is because Megan and I were actually, what was it, Megan? Like two years ago, we were kind of shooting the shit, going back and forth, being like, we should start a podcast. And then it didn't end up happening. But Megan is the reason why kind of OB boss babes transpired is because of our back and forth being like, we should be on a podcast together. So we ended up making it happening and we're on a podcast together today. So excited. Um, yeah, I feel like it was like this idea that we tossed around. Um, I got laid off from working in radio and I was unemployed and I was like, Holly, we should do a podcast. But like, it was one of those things that like never really got started. And then I started a new job and it just kind of never happened. And now Holly has an amazing podcast. I'm so excited to be on it. Well, Megan, you actually ended up having a podcast. You started one back, like, was it last year? And so what ended up happening with that? I feel like I just use the podcast as like a way to like vent, which is fair enough. A lot of podcasts are, but I don't have any time to do it anymore. I should bring it back because I I enjoy just doing it for me. I like to just talk to myself because I did miss being in radio and just like being able to talk about random stuff, but I I have no time anymore. So maybe I'll bring it back in the winter when things kind of die down. But for now, I have not a free moment. Well, tell everybody, Megs, why you don't have any free time right now, because you are juggling so much, including your own business. It's insane. Um, So I split my time between the Pembroke Regional Hospital Foundation and Algonquin College um, doing marketing and social media and videography and all that jazz. And yeah, about a year ago, um, I got into doing my own business and obviously the pandemic kind of ruined my first year in business. Um, I wasn't doing a ton until the last lockdown kind of ended and everybody started to get get married again and like do all the things again. And they needed a photographer and a videographer. So since then my business kind of took off and now I am 
like usually at least three days a week I have a shoot and the other days I'm editing and yeah, it's just gotten crazy (laughs) in a good way. And you also got married yourself, Megan, this year. So Megan Evans is no longer Megan Evans. She's now Megan Lapier. Yes, I'm Megan Lapier legally, but professionally, I'm going to keep it Megan Evans just because people just know me as that. And it took a long time to, uh, to get to where I am in business and uh, I'm not, I'm not changing it. You know, I like it. <laughs> it's a good name. It's a good, strong name. And it's a name everybody knows. And especially being here in the Valley, like we're going to be bringing on our guest, Jenny, Jenny Hodson in a second here, but, and everyone knows Jenny. And so if Jenny were to change her name, we'd all be like, who's that? And that was like me too. Like there are still people I call Midas to get my oil change all the time. And I'm like, it's Holly Tenney and Tim Tennyan's daughter. And they're like, yeah, 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 I know. Cause if I were to call and be like, it's Holly Morna, they'd be like, I don't know who that is. Who the hell is exactly. this girl? Oh my gosh. I know. I know the feeling. And sometimes I'm still like Holly Tennyan. And then I'm like, no, 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 it's not anymore. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, Megan. So are you ready to co-host with me and bring on Jenny? I am so excited. Jenny is a dear friend of mine and I love her very, very much. So I'm so excited to talk to her tonight. All right, Jenny, we're bringing you on and it's not OV Boss Babes without reading out the bio. So here we go. Hello, 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 and welcome to the OV Boss Babes podcast. A three-time graduate of Algonquin College with an education in office administration, electronics engineering, and technician in business, this babe worked a variety of positions until landing in New Brunswick, securing a job with the Department of Natural Resources in the Fish and Wildlife Department. While a DNR, she was in school in the evenings at the University of New Brunswick, working towards her business degree while also serving tables. And serving tables and her parents are actually what got her through being a single mother. Fast forward a few years, she met her partner, Josh, moved back to Pembroke because let's be honest, the Valley is where it's at, took a job at Algonquin College and welcomed her second son. This babe is not only still working at the college, but is no longer serving tables because she is now serving pizza and is the proud owner of one of the best pizza pizza joints in Petawawa. So please welcome to the podcast, Jenny Hodgson of Milano's Pizza in Petawawa. All right, Jenny. So how are you feeling? You're now a business owner. Do you look back and think like, oh my goodness, like, did I ever think I'd be here owning my own business? I think it's been something I've wanted to do since I was about maybe 18 years old uh, with one of my first serving jobs at Finnegan's uh, in Pembroke back in the day. I just always thought that that would be something I would want to do and not just a business, but a restaurant. So uh, this is a dream come true. Uh, Quite a few years later, uh, because as you mentioned in my bio, I was a single mom. So I had to work really hard for pretty much everything I have. So Jenny, I opened up a little bit about your background and history, but can you tell us where you were actually from originally and what you love most about living here in the Valley? Mm. So I was born in Edmonton, Alberta, back in the late 70s, so uh, 43 years old now. And uh, we moved to uh, Chapeau, Quebec when I was in grade two. My dad is from Chapeau, met my mom when I was uh, just a baby, and uh later adopted me and so my name changed from Nauri to Hodgson which it is uh now and will forever be probably uh because much like Megan Evans like you said I don't think I'll change my name even if I get married so what brought you here to the valley then 
Um, well, like we moved here. Um, so my, my parents moved here when I was in grade two. So I, I didn't have a choice. I was what, seven. Uh, I didn't have a choice but to move to Valley. But um, what brought me back to the Valley, so being in New Brunswick and coming back, um, my dad was actually um, not doing the best. So my mom did need some help. But I moved back um, only once I knew I had a position with Algonquin College. Uh, I was in New Brunswick and, you know, besides making friends over the six or seven years that I was there, I didn't really know anybody and I didn't have any family. So why not move back to, uh, you know, where my roots were? So you have an extensive background of working in the restaurant and hospitality industry. So I personally met you at Algonquin College when I was doing the marketing and recruitment officer position. Um, and I obviously met you at Dynamics several times as well. Um, what was your position at Dynamics and how long were you there for? So I was at Dynamics from beginning to end. Um, I was hired as a server and within six months I was uh, managing uh, the restaurant and probably within a year managing like as GM for the whole uh, restaurant as well as the kitchen staff so they were open about seven and a half years and can you spill some tea and tell us why they decided to close I think in the end it probably was COVID that pushed it over the edge um, but they were looking to sell the business a couple of years prior to that. Uh, for Dynamics, it was a business that they only had seven years, but prior to that, it was Shots, and their family had it like 25 years, and they had restaurants. Um, they owned Casey's, if anybody remembers Casey's back in the day. So I think it was just time to retire for the owners, but uh, COVID definitely was kind of like the driving factor not having, being able to have the restaurant open uh, for dine-in really affected them. It's not uh, for those, you've both eaten there. It wasn't really like a takeout restaurant. Like, I mean, there were people that got takeout through Valley Eats or, or pickup, but it wasn't, it was more a dining experience as opposed to a takeout restaurant. I don't remember Casey's. I think that was before my time, but I definitely remember shots. I was just going to say that we all remember shots and what has transpired after shots then? Like, did it go right from shots to dynamics? It was like a good six to eight months of renovations. Um, if you remember shots, it was like, you know, it was a, it was a bar. It was, you know, uh, it was definitely a bar and the, so a lot of stuff had to be taken out, like uh, most of the, like they had six pool tables, I believe, that had to be taken out and just a lot of cleanup and renovations. Um, one thing Dynamics was known for itself, besides the food, was like how beautiful their bathrooms were. Um, and they definitely probably didn't look like that when it was shots. <laughs> no, they're gorgeous now, but ooh, when they were shots. They were. I know. I even, when I even think, like, even those, like, the two way mirrors or whatever, or the one way mirrors, yes. like, oh my gosh, somebody should, now that it's for sale, someone should just buy it and create like a shots 2.0. So yes. somebody, bought, somebody bought the building and is, is going to be leasing the restaurant. Um, so what were your initial thoughts after you found out that they were closing? Like, were you worried about where you'd be working? You're still working at the college, but did you kind of know that this was an opportunity to like start a new adventure? 
So initially when they told me that they were thinking of selling, I actually considered buying the building myself uh, and the restaurant because it was a, it was an, a package deal. So there's six apartments and the restaurant, but that kind of gave me anxiety to think that I would be running six apartments, you know, like being a landlord and running a restaurant and dealing with staff. I was just like, this maybe too much for me. Um, but I wasn't really worried. I mean, I obviously had teaching at the college that I could deal, continue doing, but I feel like servers, you know, a lot of people say they're a dime a dozen, but I feel like us veteran servers, you know, we can probably find, find work somewhere. And I, I like to think that somebody would have scooped me up had I been available. Absolutely. Absolutely. They would have. (laughs) Yeah, Jenny, I was always wondering why you didn't initially just buy the building like after Dynamics closed its doors. But speaking of closing its doors, we also saw that Milano's Petawawa closed its doors um, back in January. But then in April, we saw the exciting announcement that you were taking over and opening as a new owner, which everybody was so excited for, especially that we still got to have Milano's Pizza here in Petawawa. So what made you decide to embark on owning your restaurant then? And what made you want to actually take over Milano's Pizza specifically? So I don't think it was a secret that I would have been looking all along uh, for a restaurant and I had looked at several options. So people that own buildings uh, in Petaluma and Pembroke knew and, and would like kind of let me know like when something was available, like, oh, this is available. Have you considered this? So this building is actually owned by uh, Ryan Slaughter from Mitsubishi. And uh, I met with him and I looked around and like all the equipment was still here. And uh, we definitely talked about other options um, being in this space. But since the pizza ovens were already here, it kind of made the most sense to continue on with a pizzeria. Looked at a couple options um, uh, for other franchises and Milano's uh, seemed to be what people really wanted. Like you said, like people were upset, like, when um, Milano's in Palawa closed and looking back on their Facebook page or on the website, it had like, oh, can't believe they closed. They seem so busy. It was so good. And lots of positive feedback saying like, I wish they hadn't closed. So it kind of made it seem like it was gonna be an okay thing to do. So I reached out to um, the president of the company and got the ball rolling. So when I was in high school and beyond for like a decade, I actually worked at a pizza place, um, the Greco's on Highway 41. So I'm a little biased because I know that like Milano's actually like does the dough and like does all the stuff. So it's pretty cool. It was pretty neat for me to even go in and see, but you have to tell us what all goes into making the perfect pizza to ensure that all of them has, you know, the same kind of taste and like the same in every order. You're always going to get consistency. Yeah, for sure. So I think like obviously number one is making the dough. So with this hot, humid weather we've had the last couple of days, it's been uh, a couple of weeks. It feels like months, but anyway, it's been interesting um, because if the dough gets too hot, it gets like really sticky. So it's like working with like putty almost. Um, So you have to like really be on top of your game. There's a lot of timings involved in making the dough. So I think the dough is Um, most important then obviously like we don't waver from our sauce so we have like the specific Milano sauce that we use and then their cheese so that um so the actually the very first weekend we opened I was so stressed I thought we were going to run out of cheese 
And so I had bought a different type of cheese and thought I could use it, but I tried it on one pizza and it just didn't, it didn't melt right. It didn't like, it didn't have the right consistency, I guess. Um, so I guess using the correct products is the secret. And then just being consistent, you know, if uh, you're gonna put, um, you know, a cup of cheese on a small and three cups of cheese on a large, then always do that. So that when people get the pizzas, they know okay, our pizzas are very cheesy and, and they have lots of ingredients or whatever. And let's talk about what's on the menu, Jenny, because you guys offer more than just pizza. Right. So that's the, one of the nice things about Milano's that kind of drew me to them. Like, yes, you have to have specific, like their pizza or like certain items, like their uh, pop curds, which are like deep fried cheese curds, but you can alter the menu a little bit to suit your needs for your area. So the previous owners actually had shawarma on the menu. And um, when I got here, there was uh, like the shawarma machine to cut like the chicken and stuff. And I thought, well, why would, like, why would I do shawarma when Matamique is literally around the corner and they're the experts. So like, that was like gone, see you later. Um, I don't like, you know, like, why not just do things that you know how to do? So when I worked at Dynamics, I would, um, well, actually my husband made the cheesecake, so I can't take all the credit. So he made all the desserts for Dynamics and, um, taught me. So now I make the desserts for here, but the cheesecakes that were kind of famous at Dynamics have followed me here. And I have was given permission from the owners of Dynamics to use anything off the menu, um, from dynamics that I wanted to take and make my own that would work in a pizzeria. So I did take um, the homemade spinach dip, which is not offered on any other Milano's menu, as well as uh, if you've ever been to dynamics, Jenny's famous twisted nachos, which are like actually my recipe. So it's kind of funny because uh, when I pitched the idea to, dynam to dynamics, when we were doing the new menu, I pitched these nachos, these barbecue chicken nachos with pickles on them. And my boss was like, you are twisted. He's like, nobody will ever order those. Like you're nuts, right? So on the menu, they were called twisted nachos for about a year. And they became so popular that when they redid the menu again after that, they named them Jenny's famous twisted nachos. <laughs> And they are so good. I did not know that you made them at Milano still. So I'm so excited because I made <laughs> those. They were so good. And I could definitely vouch for the cheesecake. Jenny actually made all my wedding dessert. She made all the cheesecakes. And like I ordered extra because my thinking was I want some extra cheesecake. <laughs> and Brad was trying to like give it to people. I'm like, what are you doing? You cannot give away Jenny's cheesecake. Like I need that. That's for the bride. <laughs> so it is honestly the best cheesecake I've ever had. Um, I'm really curious about this question. In one, in one newspaper interview, you mentioned that you might consider turning it into a pub down the road. I know it's slightly premature, mm -hmm. but is it something we're considering? So probably not here specifically at, at this specific location but I would like to branch out into a pub style I've always had this like desire to open a sports pub to be quite honest with you um 
but but I would think I would do something similar, like keep the pizza and the apps and, and why not? I mean, the food's good. I think, uh, you know, this area, the Ottawa Valley could use another hub type atmosphere that's, you know, locally owned, not necessarily um, something that everybody else has. I have to ask you because because you're still a franchise, like most franchise pizza restaurants, like they're open seven days a week in most holidays, especially pizza restaurants, right? And they're open from like lunchtime to late at night. So they demand a significant amount of time from the owner. Now you have a family at home. And so, Mm -hmm. and nobody wants to be away on Christmas Eve or Christmas day. So how have you been with juggling a work-life balance? (laughs) Well, I am maybe a workaholic, I would say. So I had to set some boundaries for myself mostly um, because I know that that's that's how I am and that work kind of consumes me. So I made the decision right from the beginning to close on Mondays. So at least even though I still have like a little bit of paperwork or, or whatever to do for the business, I am basically at home. Um, so since school's not in right now, I have a little guy who's six. And I've just taken every Monday to do something with him. Like yesterday, we saw Paw Patrol. Last week, we went to my parents' house and just hung out on the water on Monday just to just get away and decompress. Um, It's just, uh, you know, I make the most of the time that I do have. I get up in the morning, we have breakfast, and I take him to daycare. My other son's older. He's 21, so he doesn't necessarily need me at home all that much. He kind of, you know, pretty self-sufficient. Uh, he's a dad now, so I'm a grandma uh, for two months now. I'm, well, a nana. So, uh, yeah, I just, I, we just make it work. My husband, thank God, is really supportive. He actually works from home ever since the pandemic. So I kind of feel bad because he takes on most of the household type stuff, but doesn't seem to mind. Jenny, this is something that I love, love, love about your business. Um, Right off the bat, you immediately started showcasing um, your employees of the month. I love this. Why was this so important to you? And tell us who your August employee of the month is. Well, August isn't over yet, but uh, so I don't really have the employee of the month yet, but I have a couple of people in mind for sure. So usually what I do is I wait till the month ends and I send um, an announcement out. I have an app called Sling that I use for scheduling and announcements. And uh, I send an announcement out to the staff saying, you know, if you have anybody that you really noticed during the last month that you think would be a great employee of the month, can you tell me why? So I kind of take that into consideration as well, because maybe um, somebody helped somebody with something that I didn't know about, right? I can't be, see everything that happens 24 hours a day, right? Or um, I forget that on August 2nd and 3rd, somebody took somebody's shifts because they weren't feeling the best or they wanted to go do something. So I take that into consideration. And then usually, you know, before the middle of the next month, I'll announce it and I give them a gift card for uh, $50 for somewhere that I think they would like. So um, last month, um, the young lady for July, um, I knew she liked Starbucks. She was telling me how her mom doesn't let her go there a lot because it's expensive. So I got her a $50 Starbucks card. 
right? Um, so I just think it's really important to acknowledge your staff. Your staff, what, like, what do you have, right? Like, I can't run this place by myself, right? I can't make the pizzas, answer the phones, deliver the food. The staff is what keeps this place running and, and, and going. You would be the best boss. Like, I wish I could work for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm like, employers, are you listening? Are you taking notes? Yeah. This is how you retain your staff. And who doesn't love being recognized and getting praised? And especially on social media too. Some of us might get a little embarrassed, but like it goes a long way when you mm-hmm. do a, an acknowledgement. And Jenny, I did also see your live the other day too, but it's good to have the employee feedback as well. Now, Jenny, you've always also been a huge community champion donating to local fundraisers and initiatives and volunteering your time on local boards. So why has giving back to our community always been at the center and forefront for you? Um, I think growing up, we weren't, we weren't a rich family, right? Like we didn't have, if I wanted a new whatever for school, my, I babysat or like, you know, not that my parents didn't give me anything, like they certainly did, but we weren't rich and um we you know we had hard times as well growing up um my dad lost his job at one point um so things in my life weren't always perfect and if I can help somebody else I think it's really important to give back to the community I you know not that I'm you know I'm not rich yet either and hopefully someday I will be because that would be awesome (laughs) but I have more than maybe somebody else, right? So if I can give somebody else a leg up, why not uh, do that? And then sitting on committees is just like a nice thing to do, right? It's it's sometimes hard to get people to sit on a committee. Like I, right now I'm sitting on like a, the Wiseau committee for the daycare. And, uh, and I know that sometimes it's hard for them to get members or get people to want to contribute and my son doesn't even attend Wiseau anymore. Well, he did for the summer, but like he's in school now. So, but I still continue to sit on the board because I think that they do great things for the kids or, um, you know, give back to charities. We've all had somebody who's been affected by cancer or, or maybe diabetes or, or um, my son's autistic, my youngest son's autistic. So giving back um, to those types of charities is, is important to me. Um, you recently partnered with the dog shop at their pop-up dog cafe where dog-friendly pepperoni pizza was served. So let's talk about this dog cafe for people that didn't know about it. Uh, what kind of puppy pizzas did you make? And is this something you'd offer again to maybe like other pet-friendly businesses in the area? Yeah, of course. So, um, and or maybe the OSPCA or whatever, if they wanted to do some sort of fundraiser. Um, but so my friend actually owns the dog shop, a good a friend of mine, Hazel, and, um, she works, um, with another friend of mine. So we met through mutual friends, like, you know, networking and jobs. And she started this, uh, little business and she approached me about possibly doing some like dog treats. So there was definitely some research involved because I didn't know that dogs, uh, really didn't tolerate gluten too much. Um, I actually have a dog that would just eat anything. So, um, maybe that's not good for her, but she's 13. So she's still kicking and, and doesn't seem to mind gluten. I've definitely given the crust to the dogs. (laughs) So now I'm nervous. After I, um, researched that, I do know that they are a little bit sensitive to gluten. 
Uh, and then also that the pizza sauce that we use at Milano's would have maybe had too much like garlic and spices in it. So I did have to go get just like a tomato paste. And then I did uh, like a light cheese on a gluten-free crust with gluten-free pepperoni. Um, and then we like just cut it up into like uh, square pieces, um, you know, so and uh, delivered them and they did a, a, a dog cafe. So she had, I believe, a photographer there and people could get pictures with their pets and they have little bandanas for the puppies with matching scrunchies for the owners. And it's really it's a really cute little uh, um, business that she's starting. And we love Hazel. I actually do Hazel's old job with the foundation. So I know Hazel right. and Pam, they are so awesome at Chana Fay and Church Street Flowers. They did my flowers for my wedding and they are the queens. So, so yeah. excited for Hazel and her, her new little venture. Yeah, Pam, Pam's a, she's so great. I don't know if you've ever had her on OV Boss Babes, but she's definitely somebody you should target. They're oh, coming okay. on. It's coming. And I know Two that's like, the podcast, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Awesome. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to Great. listen. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into the Ottawa Valley Boss Faves podcast. We're going to hear from our sponsors and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Tina, and I'm the owner of Christina's Studio, located in beautiful downtown Armprior on Madawaska Street. We are a spa-slash-tattoo studio. We offer a variety of services to help you look and feel your best. We have hair, nail services, pedicures, waxing, lash extensions, body contouring, infrared treatment. We do brow lamination, uh, lash tinting, brow tinting. You name it, we probably cannot help you out. Um, and did I mention, I'm pretty sure that we do tattoos and piercings as well. We have a great reputation. We are health inspected and insured, and we're glad to uh, help you find your best self. Come on in and get pampered. We'd love to see you. Call us at 613-227-1518. Agnew Renovations offers quality home renovations at affordable prices. Family owned and operated since 2016. Decks, additions, new builds or painting, no job is too big or too small. If you want honest, affordable quality work, give Steve a call at 613-639-5971 or check out our Agnew Renovations Facebook page to see our work. We look forward to hearing from you. The Town of Petawawa and the Petawawa Business Advisory Network are pleased to support local businesses. Small businesses are an integral component in vibrant, dynamic communities. By their very nature, entrepreneurs innovate, disrupt the status quo, inspire creativity, and promote skills development. Small businesses are the very fabric and rich history of a diverse community. Support local businesses. Check out shoppetawawa.ca, your one-stop resource to finding businesses in Petawawa. View promotions and messages connected directly to business, social, and shopping platforms. Help our small businesses. Shoppetawawa.ca. Hey, it's Katha from Raise of Summer. I make healing stone bracelets and anklets. From raw Baltic amber to Dalmatian jasper, I have quite a selection of really cute beads to choose from. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Raise of Summer. 
So Jenny, earlier we were chatting that you work at Algonquin College. So you work there as a professor. Now, how long have you been working there for? So we moved back here. Oh my gosh, let me think about this. We moved back eight years ago. And I originally was working with the Students Association of Algonquin College and then while serving and teaching. So had to cut back a little bit. So now I'm just teaching part-time. But I guess I've been teaching for eight years now uh, on a part-time basis with Algonquin. Mostly computer-based courses, Excel, Word, uh, PowerPoint, like intro to Microsoft Office kind of thing, a little bit of math, um, those types of courses. And as much as you love working there, Jenny, your students love you because you were recognized with the 2020 Algonquin Students Association's Excellence in Teaching Award, which is where students nominate their professors who've gone above and beyond in the classroom. So congratulations, because that absolutely speaks volumes, especially when it's an award that's nominated by the students. Yeah, it was like, of anything I've ever won, that I can remember from you know middle school to to now I'd say that was probably the most touching because there's one at each campus like professor at each campus and to be nominated by students is just such an honor right like it's it's kind of it's heart heartwarming um, they were supposed to do the ceremony in the spring and then they were holding off because of the pandemic and then finally, like in November, they were like, okay, well, we're just gonna do a virtual uh, Zoom uh, giveaway or uh, not giveaway, but um, award ceremony. And uh, it was still just as touching because they actually, I had no idea that some students went in and recorded like their um, thank yous to me and uh, what the, why they nominated me. So I, yeah, definitely, it was really nice. <laughs> And I can vouch for that as well, because all of the students that I ever encountered that had Jenny as a teacher at the college rave reviews. And I was slightly jealous that I was never in one of your classes <laughs> because I feel like take one? <laughs> it would have been so much fun. It just it always sounded like such a treat from all the students. So owning a business, it's it's crazy. We all know it's crazy. You've kind of touched on your support system a little bit with your husband, um, but is there anyone else like in your life that you kind of lean on like your, your family, anyone that, or like a mm. friend that like you vent to about all the day's challenges? So my parents helped a lot, like financially getting things going and uh, just helping out with watching my younger son. So my husband could be here to help um, my older son although has a full-time job, like would come in on the weekends and help. Um, my best friend, Tanya, who lives in Almond, actually came down for the first two months, every Friday and Saturday, stayed at her mom's house and helped me, wouldn't let me pay her. I think people thought she also owned the place, like the new staff, like the young people that worked here, because she was just like doing anything that I would have done. She would have done like, oh, we got to do this. And where's this? And let's do this and fill this. And, and like, she's so great and like just she even like learned how to make pizzas and like did, did it all like she came and helped she would get here at like five o'clock on Friday and and leave after supper on Saturday and spend the whole day here with me she wouldn't take anything like gas money nothing like she's such a great friend and, and such good support um so definitely her uh, the owner of the building of Ryan Slaughter has been like fantastic to like just 
bounce ideas off of or like if something's broken if it's his responsibility is like really quick to fix it or like tell me how to get it fixed so that I can call the right people if it's my responsibility so um you know even though I ran a lot of restaurants and managed a lot of restaurants I never had to deal with obviously all the like other stuff that came with it you know like the payroll and the um you know HST and all the other things that that go with it so I use uh, CNR bookkeeping helps me out with my bookkeeping so I can focus on being here with the staff I was at a wedding Saturday and I think that's the first full day I've taken off since we opened I've been here basically open to close since day one. Oh my gosh that's wild well Jenny I hope that Tanya and maybe even Ryan too are getting free pizzas whenever they're coming in, you know, as just like a little thank you for always helping you out. But Tanya sounds like just the best friend that everybody needs in their life. I think everybody has a Tanya in their life though, right? Like yeah, she's so I want great. that. I, I want Tanya to yeah. be my best friend. She sounds awesome. <laughs> she's pretty great. She's uh she, yeah, she's great. And even now, like I'll call her on my way home if I've had a rough night and just kind of event and she's like okay well like let's look at it from this perspective and like you know what did you do to fix it and blah 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 and like she's so great um she's wonderful many business owners just make it look so seamless like it just looks like you know they just get up in the morning they open the doors and away they go but what advice would you give to others looking to step into the entrepreneurship world who might be a little hesitant to take that next step so I think, first of all, if this is like your dream, if you want to, I don't know, make uh, flower arrangements or you want to make videos or you want to make pizza and you've been thinking about doing it for as long as I have. So I was like 18 the first time I said I wanted to own a restaurant and I was 43 when I finally like did it, you know, um, do it. Like don't sit and wait and uh jump in, you know, obviously do your research first. Don't like, I mean, jump in, don't be scared, but do your research, make sure, you know, kind of what's involved. Like, you know, like there's so many things that you maybe wouldn't think of, like, as far as like source deductions or like then. So if you're not the accounting person, make sure you have somebody in your corner, like to do your bookkeeping. But if you are really good with people and you want to do that, um, human uh part of the the job which that's the part i love right like i love getting on the phone and taking the orders and just punching them in and chatting with the customers sometimes maybe too much because i just love to do that but like so many people call and they're like is jenny there and my staff's like she's kind of busy you know because they want to <laughs> talk to me like on the phone personally something that i do that's different um is just be involved I, I you know like I have worked for a lot of people in the past I've had different jobs whether it was in New Brunswick whether it was here always had a serving job and I've had some like really hands-on owners and I've had some not so hands-on owners um I can say the people at Dynamics were there pretty much like every day working in the trenches with us like cooking um and 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 you know one would do bookkeeping one would do bartending one would do cooking and they were there with us and I felt like wow, like this is what a family business is like because it was a brother and sister and her husband, right? Like a family. So, and I became part of that family. And even opening this place, even though Dynamics was closed, they, you know, helped me. Like, do you need help with this? And this is where you should go for this. And don't forget to do this. And they've been super supportive still, like ordering food from me or just chatting. 
Yeah. But do it. If you want to be an entrepreneur and you want to work for yourself, just, just, you know, do the research and do it. Take the leap. Well, Jenny, thank you so much for giving us, like I said, just such an insight into your business and everything. And we are going to wrap this up and move into my rapid 10. Ladies, we're going to do it both Megan Evans and Jenny style. So are you guys ready? I'm a little nervous, but (laughs) I'm, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Okay, Jenny, this one's for you. How many Milano pizza restaurant franchises are there? I believe 40. Bang on. I can't believe you knew that. Bang well, on. Well, I do my research. <laughs> I have to follow up that? You're no. kidding. <laughs> All right, oh, Megan, gosh. what would you rather order off Milano's restaurant menu? The deep fried pickles or Jenny's signature cheesecake? Cheesecake a thousand percent. <laughs> so good. Okay, Jenny, what is the Windsor Wednesday special and why is it called Windsor? Absolutely. It's a Windsor style pizza. It is uh, a basic cheese pizza, but then it's loaded on top with uh, bacon pancetta and pepperoni that's diced up. All the ingredients are actually on top, which doesn't always happen at Milano's. And as an added bonus, we give you a free order of deep fried pickles for ordering a Windsor pizza. Megan. You talked about Jenny catering your wedding with the cheesecakes for your dessert. So what kind of cheesecake was it? We need to know. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we had cherry, which became my favorite. That was never my favorite cheesecake, but like it was so good. And then we had blueberry and then we had Oreo, which I thought would be like the end all be all for me, but I really liked your cherry. But the Oreo, they were tied. I honestly can't decide. (laughs) I can't wait to try the other flavors though, because there's so many and you have, you have a different one all the time. I sound like a chubby bunny right now, but I love it. No, Megan, you are selling Jenny's cheesecakes right now. Seriously. I should be on a soapbox with some cheesecake. It's like, oh my gosh, it was so good. I wish I had some right now. (laughs) Well, speaking of desserts, Jenny, we asked for a gluten-free dessert and you gave it to us. So what can, what can those with gluten-free restrictions order off the menu? Um, so we definitely have gluten-free dough, which um, is, is really good uh, from what I understand. I actually have tried it, but like, as far as I'm, I don't have a comparison uh, for gluten-free uh, item, uh, doughs for pizzas. Um, we have gluten-free pepperoni and then most of the ingredients like vegetables and whatnot are definitely gluten-free. Like with any allergy though, if it was like a a true celiac, we would, you know, obviously use gloves and whatnot. Uh, we have a gluten-free cheesecake now available and, um, salads. Unfortunately, there's not a whole lot more than that, but at least there are a few options. Megan, what do you like on your pizza? I like barbecue sauce instead of pizza sauce. I think because from working in a pizza place, I just got so sick of pizza, like traditional pizza. So now like barbecue sauce is my go-to and like chicken and bacon and green olives. That's my jam. Jenny, what's the best thing about being a professor at Algonquin? I would say the students, definitely the students. That's my favorite thing. I'm because I get to teach in a variety of programs like outdoor adventure business or forestry. 
I meet so many people from like all over the world, really. And uh, I always learn something from the students, right? Like, I don't know everything. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a professor, but like, I don't know everything. And I love hearing their stories and just meeting them. Um, not so easy with Zoom, but yeah, we're making it work. Megan, let's settle this once and for all. Pineapple on your pizza, yay or nay? No, my husband would say yes, but no, no. Mm -mm. Jenny, what about fruit salad? (laughs) What about me? Uh, I'm definitely not a pineapple lover, but my mom, her favorite pizza is Hawaiian. So there you go. I don't know. People like it. People like it. Crazy people. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies. And I'm going to get both of you guys to separately answer this question, but you know, this is how I wrap it up. What's one local business you want everybody to know about? So my answer um, would always be Milana <laughs> because I love Jenny so much. Um, I cannot stress enough. Go get some cheesecake. Go get anything she serves up is delicious. I didn't even realize that you had spinach dip on the menu. So excited. Going to have to get that. Game changer. Um, and like obviously Pam and Hazel at Chana Fay and Church Street Flowers, they are the bomb.com. Um, can't say enough good things about them. And Megan's going through her whole wedding list of vendors right now. I'm just thinking of all the like awesome people that did like really great things for me lately. Um, but yeah, like I feel like most local businesses are awesome so it's hard to pick and choose because Mm -hmm. local is just always better guys so those are going to be my my top two for now because we've already talked about them and they're just fresh on my brain (laughs) um but yeah Jenny's always my number one recommendation (laughs) it's that's a hard question like because I agree with Megan there's so many local businesses that are just like you know like everybody especially since the pandemic has given back so much to the community I think and like there's so many creative people out there with like you know like Joanna from the Nook and his and hers and then you got Jocelyn and obviously I'm like totally geared to these restaurant industry people and like love seeing the things that they do um for their staff and what they do um Megan Evans uh digital obviously is super amazing because she uh she did that amazing video that launched and uh, uh, for me, uh, I think just made everybody so aware of, of me opening Milano's and actually scared the hell out of me when I saw how many views it got. Um, like it was crazy. It was just You're wild. You're just so like, loved. Like I had no idea and I was here getting things ready for the next day and my son calls me and he's like mom have you seen this video I'm like what are you talking about and he's like you're like viral and I was like oh no you're doing something right it's it's something yeah so I say Megan um and then one person who like I idolize and I actually saw her on OB Boss Babes um or heard um a few weeks ago was uh, Shannon Slaughter like that woman like I watch like I'm not even in the market to buy a car and I watch their live <laughs> every Friday. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm such a, I'm like too. a fangirl of hers. Like, she doesn't know me. I've never met the lady in my life, but I just think she is like 
She just has this like swagger about her that I think she's so cool. She just screams boss. Like she's a boss babe. She's a boss. <laughs> really? I have, I have, okay. I have something to tell you. Yeah. Shannon loves you and knows you and Shannon sponsored your episode. <gasps> really? I swear I to God. I don't think I've ever actually met her though. Like just social media. I mean, I shouldn't say that. I probably served her at a fundraiser that I bartended for, but. It's funny. That's how we know everybody in the community. We're all secretly watching each other on social media. We're all, you know, champing and cheering each other on and wanting to meet each other. And then when you see them at the grocery store, you're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, there's so-and-so. And then, and then the other person are probably doing the same thing with you. So, I mean, it's, it's funny. Anybody she's going to reach out to you too. So weird. That's so awesome. Yeah. Like I have, I don't know. It's like, obviously I have a husband, but it's like a little like, wow, like she's so awesome. I don't know why. I just, if we could all also roll out of bed and look like Shannon every day, I think our lives would be complete. (laughs) I wish. Oh my God. She's gorgeous. Well guys, thank you so much for doing this. Megan, thank you so much for being my co-host tonight. Guys who are listening here, please let's like bring some claps, like slide into our DMS and let us know if you wanted us to do this again, because Megan, if you're down to do this again, I want to bring you back on anytime, any, absolutely anytime I'm there hundred percent. Okay. Fantastic. We're doing it. Jenny, tell everybody now where they can find Milano's pizza. If they haven't already tried it and where they can find you on social to watch your next August employee of the month too. And of course all your specials right um so we're at 3515 Petawawa Boulevard directly across uh from I guess GoGo China or uh the Boulevard so definitely uh you can find us there uh by phone and on Facebook and Megan what about you Megan Evans Digital Media um you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at Megan Evans Digital um yeah, it's, it's just shortened for the app, but you can search Megan Evans digital media as well. Fantastic. Well, guys, thank you so much again. And everybody listening, if you like this episode, tell a friend, tell your mom, tell whoever. We want to get the word out there. We want to spread the word about more, more boss babes here in the area. And we are starting to open up applications. And when I mean applications, just slide into my DMs and tell me you want to be on the pod for 2022 because we are now accepting new Uh, boss babes that want to come on board. So come on, join the party. Anyways, guys, we will see you next week. Thanks for joining us.